Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me and for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes. Hormone harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK ladies. Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Hello. 
Hello, hello. Hello. And welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> to the Halloween edition. Yeah. Halloween time. That's so fun. I know. Who doesn't love Halloween? Yeah. For Halloween. your super scary Halloween voice. Oh, super scary. Yeah, so. Thanks for coming down on a nighttime visit. Yeah, gladly. Were you spooked out coming up to my door? You know, I do not like driving in the dark. Yeah, and you got a lot of spooky shit going on here. I know. <laughs> I didn't turn it on to like, there is a, I have all these really large, scary monsters outside You of really my house. went like next level. Well, over the years. So, well, over the years, Gretchy, yeah. I have accumulated all these Halloween decorations because after Halloween, I go to the stores at the 75% off discount and I buy oh, all yeah. the shit. Yeah. I always intend to do that, but I never really do get it together. I know you went to Walmart this year though, because you guys, she sent me pictures like from Walmart. Like you're not going to believe how cute the Halloween stuff at Walmart is. I did. I did. And it's pretty cute. It's, it really it's is. It's really good. Yeah. You know, we love the Walmart over here in the Kane household. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I got to support. Yeah. Walmart's great. I went to the Dollar Tree, which is my second favorite store. <laughs> <laughs> Those decorations are like one and done, though. Yeah, they're one and done. But we do this thing where we go camping on like Halloween weekend and... Uh, you know, I got to decorate my campsite. Oh, yeah, that's So then super it's, like, good. perfect for that because they're going to get thrashed. Anyways, but I also got these really cool, like, lights that are solar. I stick in my walkway, and I don't even have to do anything. Oh, yeah, that's... So it, like, sucks up the energy, and even, you know, when I wake up in the morning to take the kids to school, and it's still a little, you know... Glowing? Yeah, they're oh. still glowing. I got this crazy thing where you plug it in, and your whole house lights up with these, like, hands, all these different colors. Ooh. For five bucks at Walmart last year after Halloween. I'm oh, telling yeah. you. You got to... Go after. Go after. Yeah. And then you need a lot of storage space for these yeah. massive things. Yeah. That scare people. Yeah. But my kids love it. They love decorating for Halloween. They love, they love so when fun. I have it up. I know. And you know what I really hate to admit... But like this year, you know, I'm going to be a giraffe. Yes. Got the giraffe bodysuit. Gretchen got a giraffe bodysuit. I really love the whole family getting dressed up or whatever. But secretly, I love to kind of slut it up. Still. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Gretchen was like. Uh, like I'm a mom now. You know, I'm out with the kids. So it can't be like too bad. But I do like an excuse to put on like the fake lashes. And oh my God. Take uh, it to the next level. I'm like, hey, I'm good with the onesie, you know? Yeah, that's because you slut it up all the time. <laughs> I'm a regular. What'd you wear to the Magic Castle? I did wear lashes to the Magic yeah, Castle. Yeah, okay. So see, I ain't nobody taking me to the Magic Castle. And so I went to the Magic Castle, which if you guys don't know, is a place in Hollywood you have to be invited to. Mm -hmm. Who invited you? Our friends Jen and Jake. Okay. I don't know how they got in there because you actually have to be invited by a member. Yeah. Right? So I don't know how that all worked out, but we got invited, which was really nice. And they have a dress code there. Oh, no. Slutty giraffe bodysuits? Nope. Mm -mm. You have to be wearing a dress or a skirt or a suit. Okay. Men have to wear a suit. 
and tie and women have to wear dresses or they could also wear a suit. Okay. And I had a real cute skirt on and a top, thankfully, and this real cute jean jacket that had like rhinestone studs on it. But they didn't like that? Oh, no. They were like, oh, we're going to have to check that jacket right now. I was like, what? She was like, yeah, that's denim. I was like, and diamonds. (laughs) (laughs) Denim and diamonds. That sounds like a nice little boutique on Melrose. All right. It was also our gala's name for my kid's school last year. (laughs) Which is where I wore that jacket. It was Erica's. Thanks for the... See what I'm talking about? Galas. All I got is Halloween, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So... I had to check it right in, and she told me they also turned away Elizabeth Taylor once for wearing a jean getup. I'm like, did you really? You're like, okay, thank you. I am real excited to be in the same club as Elizabeth Taylor. Yes, and I don't believe it. You don't? No, I mean, I'm sure she went there, but I don't believe that, you know, they turned her away. <sighs> they said she left and changed her clothes and came back. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I I don't think so, but maybe. So anyways, you go in and you go to these different bars and have drinks and watch the bartenders do magic, which is pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. And then you go to these shows, which are also amazing. But you know, when I sit down after having a cocktail, I can't really keep my eyes open. Right. So I missed half that show. You fell asleep at the magic freaking castle. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I fall. Yeah, I did. I need that medicine that Elish has. <laughs> yeah, you do. You really might have narcolepsy. My husband thinks that that's total farcy that I do, but I think I do also. But I, I just got some additional vitamins that are going to help me with that. Okay. <laughs> Adrenal support is what oh, they're called. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And well, for my Halloween costume... I don't need any Spanx like you. Oh, yeah. Not that you need Spanx, but you know, that, that tight ass costume of yours. No, I got like a, I got, oh my God. It's so tight. Yeah, it's tight, but it's kind of like a wetsuit. So it kind of like sucks you in. Oh, is it? Yeah. Plus I also bought a, like a, a waist trainer. Oh, Kim Kardashian over there. Yeah. So I can like put that on underneath so I that I can make those now. Well, listen, I was like real upset about the waist trainer situation because I bought it and I tried it on and I'm like, oh, it doesn't fit. And then I went back and like, okay, I'm going to order the next size up on Amazon. And I went on Amazon and I realized the last size I bought was a large. <laughs> yeah, but those are So really... I bought my first XL. Yeah, but Gretchy, those are made for little people. Which, listen, if you are an XL, that's fine. I mean, I'm with you. We're in it together. (laughs) (laughs) Now Gretchen's counting calories. I am, yeah. And I started intermittent fasting. Kind of. Yeah. I'm not very good at intermittent fasting, but I think it says if you have less than 50 calories before your fasting is over, it's good. So I think I'm almost at my 50 calorie mark with our drink of the day. Yeah, I'm counting calories, but you know, I am telling you the problem is, is that I can be real good all day and then I have leftover calories in the evening. So what do I do, Tab? Gretchen makes herself a margarita. I make myself a margarita. 
Yeah, but that's a good, I think that's nice. Yes, listen, I only use like an ounce of the skinny margarita mix from Taffer's and I fill the rest with soda water. Yeah. And I think I'm good. But you know what margaritas make me do? Eat chocolate. Oh. And then you know what chocolate makes me do? (laughs) What? Want something salty. (laughs) You got to get the Lily's salty Next thing you know, buying the XL waist trainer. It's a vicious cycle. Then don't drink the margaritas. I know. I got to really, really work on that. You have, it, it's like willpower. You know, you have to be like, okay. Oh my God. But I'm like that too. I'm like, okay. Once I, you know, stop doing anything keto or low carb or whatever, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll just eat that whole pumpkin bread. Actually, yeah. I'll eat the whole loaf. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it. I'm in it. Yeah. In it to win it. Somebody was like, oh, you know how we all, I mean, you and I for sure have like goal clothes, mm-hmm. you know, in our closet. 90% of my closet. I know. That's what I said. I was like, <laughs> half of my closet is like, oh, I'm going to wear that one day. Yeah. 90%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's going on today, Gretchy? What's going on today? I'm going to tell you about the Did we cheers? family. Did we cheers to what oh. we're drinking tonight? Oh, Let's cheers. Okay. Clink, clink, too. Clink, clink. It's a beautiful red wine. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. You know, I love the red wine, and Gretchen hates when I open it. I know, but I love it, too, so much. And it's night, and it's fall, so how can I resist? I know. Didn't you make me some warm drink one year? Hot buttered rum? Yes. Talk about not keto. Not keto. <laughs> that was a long... That was when we were like... 22. Yeah. Yeah. Did you make a, it in like June Mountain or something? Did I make it in June Mountain? I was thinking about when I had that uh, party on the boat. Oh, yeah. You did it there too. But I remember you made it in June Mountain, I think. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. That's like your go-to. Yeah, that was when I had metabolism. <laughs> <laughs> I think you lose your metabolism when you don't eat. And Gretchen is on these like diets all the time where she's like, I'm just not going to eat anything for like five days. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. Yeah, I got issues. <laughs> we don't endorse that at all, so please no, don't No, we that. don't. Like, really, I'm, like, real messed up. Don't. Yeah. yeah. I have a complex. Yeah. I also have moles on my face, but we won't even talk about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to give you a complex. <laughs> I had to tell Gretchen about this photo shoot we did. They wanted to, like, airbrush us. To make us look real cute. Yeah. And now I knew it was going to give you a complex. No, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take them. But I was like, yeah, you go ahead and airbrush those moles right off my face. That's what I'm like. Oh, airbrush, whatever. However. Yeah. Feel free. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to hear about the McGeehee family? The what? McGeehee. McGeehee. No. McGeehee. That's a real weird last name. I know. But you know what? Sometimes I kind of like real weird last names because these people are real easy to find. They are? Oh, yeah. Because it's not like Smith. Yeah, it's not a common name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the McGeehee family. So Tom and Kathleen or Katie met while both were in college and married soon after. In the beginning of their marriage, Tom pursued a career in ministry He ultimately gave it up and pursued a career in international business, but faith and religion was evident in the way they raised their four children. Katie even devoted herself to homeschooling her kids. Wow. 
Wow. Those homeschooling mamas. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, man. I barely get through homework. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it either. I mean, I had it. Well, I have. I don't have. I have a kid who I almost homeschooled, but I couldn't do it. No way. No way. Okay. So she was really good at it, though, and her kids were all described as really bright and talented, even Dawson. Dawson was third in line of the McGeehee children, and he was the kid in the family that gave his parents the most challenges growing up. At a young age, Dawson was diagnosed with ADHD, which I feel like back in the day, like every kid that had like something was diagnosed with ADHD. That's what they say about kids now, though. You think? Although, to get diagnosed with ADHD now, you have to go through like 10 hours of testing, so maybe not. Yeah, because now they don't want to diagnose you with something because then insurance is going to have to pay. So they make it real hard to get a diagnosis. I know. Trust me. Yeah. So, anyways... Okay, so his parents were able to channel all his, we'll call, extra energy Mm -hmm. towards music. And by all accounts, he was gifted, musically speaking. When he graduated college from the University of the Pacific in Stockton, about 20 minutes from the family home in the quiet, upscale neighborhood in Manteca, California. Never even heard of that. It's in the Bay Area. Okay. His degree was in music. I'm not positive if Dawson ever moved out of the family home while he was attending college, but I don't think that he did. Okay. Dawson was able to get a job after college teaching music to local elementary school kids, and he also worked at a restaurant, but he wasn't able able to keep jobs very long. And why not? Do you know? I don't know. I just know he wasn't able to keep jobs very long. Okay. Okay. I mean, maybe I think bored. you'll sort of get the sense of the vibe about him is maybe he feels like a little entitled. Mm. Okay. okay. You know, that doesn't last very long. No. At least if you're working for me, it doesn't. Yeah. You know, I have a son that I don't know if it's an entitled, but he just says whatever's on his mind. So I can only imagine if he keeps doing that when he gets a job, they're going to no, be No, like, I don't think that's entitled. No, no, no. It's not entitled. But I was thinking maybe this kid has like, just says what he what is When thinking? I think entitled, I'm thinking like, I don't need to be at work on time. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I don't like want to clean up that. Yeah. Oh, like one of those au pairs that I had that wouldn't even clean up like oh, her yeah. own dishes. Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't need to work my way up, you know? Yeah. Like, no, not really. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So here he is, this 26-year-old that was still living at home. And like the undertone in the house was, when are you going to get your shit together, Dawson? Dawson's father traveled for work a lot and had been growing tired of Dawson's kind of apathetic attitude. At one point in April 2011, Dawson's father, Tom had actually called the police and asked them to come over to the house and explain to Dawson that it was not unreasonable for his parents to ask him to do chores in exchange for him living under their roof. Dawson apparently had told his father that he didn't even have the power to ask him to leave if he wanted to. He told his dad that he would have to go through legal eviction protocol. Okay. All right. I'm getting what I'm saying with this entitled vibe. 
Which is not true, by the way. And the police explained that to him. Okay. Okay. So all you kids out there, we get to tell you to make your bed. Take out the trash. Yep. Yep. We get to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Legally. Okay. So Dawson did not like hearing that. And according to his brother, Justin, it was at this point that things kind of began to really turn with him. While it seems like his father had grown tired of his son's issues and had kind of just distanced himself from it, which was easy for him because he was gone traveling so much for work. His mother, Katie, was in the trenches with it, and she had continued to try to get through to him and get him professional help. And Dawson needed the help. He had also told people that he saw demons and he had visions that were amplified when he smoked pot. Oh. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. You would think if you're having visions of demons that would stop you from smoking pot, but that did not stop Dawson. He got high on the regular and he also had an obsession with horror movies and props from them, like the masks they wore. He had a little collection. Okay, weird. Yeah. He also liked to wear them in public. Not on Halloween? Not on Halloween. He did it, and he said that it calmed him. Real weird. Real weird. So this is the thing. I mean, describing Dawson sounds pretty bad. And from what I gather, the McGeehee family vibe was like, they're annoyed with Dawson, you know, still living at home collecting horror movie memorabilia. But what are you going to do? You have four kids. Like, not all of them are going to be killing it at life. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to do anything. You're not going to do anything. They viewed him as dependent and manipulative and maybe kind of weird, but never actually violent or anything like that. And his brother, Justin, who is like, you know, I know him in my head now. He's a real nice guy. Yeah. He said he never hesitated about leaving his own kids around Dawson. And I get it. I think it's sort of easy when you have a family member that is like emotionally exhausting and they get into something dark or certain kind of video games Mm -hmm. or horror movies that you become desensitized easily to strange behavior because it's a relief that they just have something to distract them. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like while... Katie McGeehee pursued avenues to help Dawson. She had also kind of resigned herself to letting Dawson just be Dawson and not monopolizing all of her time and energy. I mean, that's just, that's just my opinion. Okay. Okay. So Katie had become increasingly involved with volunteering at her church after her children had grown up. And In the course of doing this, she had specifically got involved with ministering to domestic violence victims. And subsequently, because of this, she examined the effects of codependent relationships. And according to her other children, it had struck a nerve with her and changed her dynamic with Dawson. Mm. Mm -hmm. So... I imagine it was kind of freeing to take a stand with him, and I'm sure it wasn't easy, but I think she felt it would help him in the long run. She had spent years giving Dawson the benefit of the doubt, and she sounds like the kind of woman that just gave and gave, and Dawson was completely draining. 
Examples of this are like when Katie's attention had gone towards taking care of her brother, which would have been Dawson's uncle, as he was dying from Parkinson's disease, Dawson began to take on similar symptoms and experiencing tremors of his own. Okay. Oh, God. Justin has said it was pretty obvious how Dawson's symptoms would just come and go. And Dawson had also manifested symptoms when their aunt had battled brain cancer and their mother had taken care of her until she passed. How convenient. How convenient, right? Had these symptoms at the same time. Yeah. So in October 2011, Dawson's sister, Caitlin, was also living at the family home temporarily while she was preparing for her upcoming wedding in December. Side note, given Dawson's history, like I just told you, about other people getting attention, I can't imagine he was like real thrilled about this. Yeah. Yeah. We all know how much attention weddings suck up. Yep. Yeah. And Caitlin was the only girl in the family. Her mommy was probably, you know, so excited all about it. Yeah. Yeah. But as luck would have it... Dawson had his mom all to himself for a couple days because his father was away on business in China and Caitlin had taken a break from wedding planning and left to go on a church retreat. Caitlin had made arrangements for her mother to pick her up a few days later when she got back on October 30th. That evening, around 5 p.m., she called her mother to give her a heads up that she was about an hour away from where she was supposed to pick her up. Katie didn't answer, so she tried her cell phone, and she didn't answer that either. In between calls, Caitlin got a call from Dawson, but it ended immediately, so she figured he just butt-dialed her or something. But a few minutes later, he called again, and so she answered this time. She thought at the time it was real unusual because Dawson almost never called her, and especially just to say hi and see how she was doing. And that's what he said the reason for him calling was. Hold on, side note. Mm Mm-hmm. Katie, the mom, named the daughter Caitlin. I know. I know. Let's try not to hold it against her, though. Okay, I'm not going to hold it against her. I mean, her real name is Kathleen. Kathleen and Caitlin don't seem... But, I mean, if you go by Katie... Yeah. I wouldn't name my kid Caitlin. Just saying. I I wouldn't either. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. She told Dawson on the phone that she hadn't been able to reach their mother. And he said, oh, well, that's because her landline and her cell phone have both been a problem lately. Okay. So she asks him, well, just ask mom if she's still planning on picking me up. And Dawson snaps at Caitlin and says, "I, I can't ask her. I'm not at home. And she asked him, well, did mom ask you to pick me up then? And he said, no, and hung up. Hmm. So she's like, what are dick? Yeah. Right. Okay. But a few minutes later, he called back and said, oh, yeah, I just remembered. I talked about picking you up with mom. I will come and get you. So Caitlin agreed to wait for him. And around 630, he showed up. But he proceeded to tell her that she needed to go with him to run some errands. She says, okay. But she was real annoyed when his first errand was to go from Stockton to Sacramento to pick up some weed, which is the opposite direction of Mantica. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Remember, it's 2011. So there wasn't like a green store on every corner. Yeah. 
nowadays. And getting weed with shady business. Nowadays, you can just get it sent right to your house in like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know that, Tab? I just heard. You heard? Okay. Through the grapevine. Yeah. (laughs) So I can imagine this was pretty irritating to Caitlin. Like, she just got home from a retreat. She wants to go home. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't want to be going to her brother's drug dealing shenanigans. Yeah. So she has said, though, that actually that this time she spent in the car with Dawson, he was abnormally social and more talkative with her than he had been in years. And they talked about how great their mom is doing on her new diet. She's lost 21 pounds in four weeks. Holy heck, is she keto? <laughs> Nobody was keto. If back in 2011... Atkins, maybe. Atkins. But no, that's not what she was doing. According to Dawson, she was on a real insane diet, eating only around 500 calories a day. Oh, God. Yeah. Lots of crackers. And she's so tired from it. That's why she couldn't come pick you up, Katie or Caitlin. She's so tired. Told you these names. I know, right? I sort of imagine when he was telling her about the mom's diet, only having 500 calories a day that he was insinuating like mom is starving herself for your stupid fucking princess wedding. Okay. Yeah. And everyone is so selfish and dumb except for me. Obviously look at how freaking nice I am picking you up and everything. (sighs) Right. (laughs) Go Dawson. Okay, so on the drive, they also stopped for fast food. And when Caitlin mentioned she had chapped lips, she was surprised that Dawson was like, well, hey, sis, let's stop at the, the Walgreens, get you some Blistex. She was like, okay. okay. So after all the driving, they didn't get back to the house in Manteca until 11 p.m. Okay. That's a Remember, long, he picked her yeah, up at 630. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Caitlin went to the bathroom. And was on her way to bed, but was stopped in the hallway in between by Dawson, who let her know that, hey, mom's sleeping. Don't wake her up. She's like, okay, how would you weirdo. Know? Like, I'm not going to. It's 11 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. And how does he know? I guess he said he talked to her. Oh, okay. Or checked in on her or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. So in the morning, when Caitlin gets up, Dawson is up too. And he tells her he's spoken to mom. And she said... She didn't sleep well all night, and so she was going to sleep for the day and not to bother her. Dawson volunteered to take Caitlin wherever she needed to go that day. So she took him up as an, on his offer and left the house to go run errands. At some point, they split up when Caitlin met up with a friend, and she returned by herself to the house on Halloween night around 5.30 p.m. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Yeah. I think something's mm-hmm. coming. Something's coming. Insert creepy music here. Right. <laughs> she decides she really needs to check up on her mom. And she's not coming to the bedroom door and it's locked. Her first thought is, oh my God, she's diabetic and has sleep apnea. What if she's passed out because of low blood sugar or something? She then calls her brother, Justin, and tells him what's going on. And he says he's on his way. Call the police. Mm -hmm. She calls them and sounding, you know, 
reasonably calm. She just asked for a welfare check on her mother. And clearly she's not imagining the worst case scenario, which is exactly what she's about to find. So while she is still waiting for the police to show up, she calls Dawson too to alert him that something might be wrong with mom, but he doesn't answer. The police get in the bedroom and they see Katie McGee lying on her back. She has been stabbed to death. She has 10 stab wounds in her torso and neck from a kitchen knife. Oh, my God. Gretchen, you and your... I know. I'm on a theme. Stories. I know. Stabbing your parents. Okay. I'm going to skew away from the stabbing stories. (laughs) Next time. (laughs) Next time, I promise. (laughs) Okay, so poor Katie McGee, she had her wallet and her keys close by like she had been trying to leave, and she had defensive wounds on her from a struggle with her assailant. Oh, my God. Okay. And we all know it's Dawson. Yeah, we all know it's Dawson, but imagine the scenario. It's 6 p.m. on Halloween night. Just as trick-or-treating is about to start in a quiet suburb, and they discover a woman has been violently killed. No. I mean, even when you put the caution tape, people are probably like, haunted house! Yeah, totally, right? Yeah. But, so they treat the house like a crime scene, and they see there are no signs of forced entry. Mm Mm-hmm. And they discover Dawson's room, which is full of scary masks and depictions of demons and his super disturbing journal, which he had written all about his visions of demons in. So they question Caitlin about what's up with that room. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's my brother Dawson's room. And, you know, funny thing is, he has been all up my ass the last 24 hours, but I can't get a hold of him right now. Mm-hmm. And police can tell that Katie McGee has been dead for more than minutes. Yeah, because rigor mortis had already set in. Mm-hmm. And when Caitlin says she's been on a retreat, but her brother, who's really into slasher movies and likes wearing those kind of scary masks you see in his room in public, was the only one home with his mom all weekend. They're like, uh, we're going to need to get him off the streets ASAP. It's Halloween. And if he's responsible for this... Who knows what else he has in mind? Yeah. Yeah. So Dawson was found driving around town after midnight and brought into custody. He was like real willing to come in. He was. Yeah. He was like hands over the head, you know, whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So the interrogation interview is really short, but what it shows is the officer asking him, what happened to his mom? And he repeats back to him, what happened to my mom? And he's moving his head around like Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I mean, no offense to Stevie Wonder or anything, but I don't know how else to describe that. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, I think when you describe it, you can really put that into visualization. Yeah. And he's also like playing with his hands. Like he's like tripping on them. Uh-huh. Fidgety. Yeah, like he's like seeing like, you know, trails or like oh, something, you know, oh. like he's really like, he's really out there. Yeah. Okay. So what's real odd about this is that while he's doing all these weird mannerisms and everything, at the same time, he's like, aren't I supposed to have an attorney? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, so the detectives you do it? are like, yeah, 
okay. You know, I mean, once you say it, like they have to get you one, but it's like pretty clear, like, oh, you're like real fake and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when you're that crazy, you're not thinking about an attorney. No, you're not. Yeah. Okay, so they never found a murder weapon, but there was some of Katie McGee's blood on Dawson's leather jacket. He was wearing a black leather jacket, so... He didn't see it. I don't think he saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was enough to charge Dawson with first-degree murder of his mother. He pled not guilty by reason of insanity. Mm. So the debate at the trial wasn't so much guilty or not. It was whether or not he was sane. At the trial, prosecutors argued that Dawson had premeditated the murder, knowing that his sister and dad would be out of town and he could live out his bizarre fantasy on Halloween. They also argued that he had a clear consciousness of guilt that could be seen by all the efforts he was going through to prevent Caitlin from discovering her mother's body. Yeah, 100%. Totally, right? During the trial, Dawson's courtroom behavior was described as completely detached from what was going on. Even like during the autopsy photos, he remained completely stoic. His immediate family members all testified against him. His father said, all she ever did was give and all he ever did was take. Take and lie, take and take, take and fake. He was a predator and his mother was the prey. Like, how sad is That's that? so sad. So sad. The prosecutors had two doctors testify that Dawson was sane. And the defense had to testify that he was insane. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the court had an appointed fifth impartial doctor come in, and he testified that Dawson was Making it good. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Like how did the court, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but nice thing that they did. Yeah. Right. Okay. Maybe the prosecution asked for an impartial because they thought they don't have that much evidence. I mean, they really didn't, they didn't have the murder weapon. They only had like a couple drops of blood. Yeah. And his behavior, all circumstantial, but they know they're like, if we, I mean, They know he's faking it. If if somebody's not paid, he's going to find that. Okay. So after seven days of deliberation, the jury found him guilty of second degree murder instead of first. Okay. So basically it sounds like they deliberated for so long because they couldn't agree that it was premeditated. Mm -hmm. And so they settled on second degree, which carries a much lighter sentence of 15 years to life. But maybe it was second degree. You know, like maybe he just snapped. Maybe he didn't plan on actually killing his mom that, you know, like first degree, you have to like actually plan it out. Yeah, I kind of think he did. I think he knew like his sister was going to be out of town. His dad was going to be out of town. Yeah. I think he wanted them to like, and then he went through all that effort to keep Caitlin from discovering the body and then left it to be discovered on Halloween. Oh, And yeah. then stayed in town. Like, I think he was like... He wanted it to be on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right. I forgot, like, the Halloween thing is, like, really tie-in because yeah. he was That's so obsessed That's why I'm doing it. another stabbing case. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. But 
It's true. Like, he wanted her to be discovered on Halloween. That was some, like, sick fantasy he had. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so 15 years to life. 15 years to life. Okay, so after that was settled, they deliberated in a matter of minutes to decide that Dawson was not insane. Okay, so the sentence for sanity versus insanity is the same, but the difference is whether time is served in a mental hospital or the slammer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think Dawson knew that. And that's why he was faking insanity. He's like, I want to go to one of those nice places where I, you know, paint paintings. I don't want to like a real job. Yeah. I don't want to get any lip from my dad that I have to do chores. Oh, now he's got to really do some chores. Whatever. But didn't work out for him. He is currently serving his sentence at Mule Creek State Prison and is eligible for parole in 2028. Okay. Okay. So how did the McGeehee family fare after this tragedy? Well, here's what I was able to find. His brother, Justin, wrote a beautifully written post two years ago on the six-year anniversary of his mother's death about forgiveness and coping, and he made it clear that his brother is exactly where he deserves to be, and he doesn't think that he will ever be paroled because faking insanity keeps you locked up for good, generally. I hope so. Yeah, which is good to know. Yeah. Right? Because the parole board does not take too kindly to that. Okay? okay. His sister, Caitlin, went through with her wedding that December. Wow. She did. Yeah, she was a beautiful bride. And she says that it was the best day of her life. And I'm sure it was. But having a wedding under the circumstances so shortly after the murder must have been oh, so, so hard. Sweet. Yeah. I'm- I'm sure her mother would never wanted her not to do it. So totally. that's why she did it. Mm-hmm. Like the last pictures of her mom on Facebook are of her wedding dress shopping with her daughter. Oh. So sad. She is still married. And from what I gather, does missionary work all over with her husband. So. Good people. Good people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Brother Colin, who was you know, not involved. Yeah. But he was living in Stockton at the time, is back in Manteca, from what I can tell. Okay. But he's like not on social media, so I can't really tell you much more. All right. Okay. And interestingly, Dawson has a, a profile. It's not public, but he has 269 friends, which still include his brother, Justin, and his sister, Caitlin. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, I don't... I mean, you would think it would just be like a made-up profile or like some weirdo wanted to like... Yeah. Except for that his brother and sister are friends with it, so... Well, he probably had it before. Yeah, but... Yeah, you would like... Delete. Delete. (laughs) Block. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay, so... He is not friends, Dawson I'm talking about, is not friends with his father on Facebook, and neither are Caitlin or Colin, but Justin is. Oh, that is real weird. It's kind of telling, right? Okay, so Thomas's profile has no reference to his beloved wife of 33 years, Katie McGee. It just displays his new wife. Mm -hmm. No freaking way. Oh, that's why. 
they're like, I don't know. You, you know, it's fair enough. Obviously, he got remarried, but my suspicion, which could be completely wrong, is that his daughter is not on board with new stepmama. No. I've seen that happen before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's real hard for kids to accept that. And honestly, I think it's really hard for a man especially to not have a wife anymore. And so they tend to find one Especially when the wife was like as much of a caretaker as this Katie yeah. McGee he was. He's yeah. like, oh no, I need somebody else. Yeah. So that's kind of sad that it broke the family and... Yeah, it looks, it would appear that the new Mr. and Mrs. McGee now live in my hood, Orange County. Oh, moved away from it all. Moved away from it all. Man, Gretchy. That's a sad story of Katie. Hopefully she's resting easy in heaven. Yeah. 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 I'm sure she is. And her son doesn't get out of prison ever. Ever. All right. Are you ready to go trick-or-treating? What are your kids going to be? Alice in Wonderland. Carlos from The Descendants. Right. And somebody from How to Train Your Dragon. Mm -hmm. I don't know the name of it. Hiccups Trainer or something like that. I don't know. I got the costume. But he has two costumes. One for trick-or-treating and one for the school parade. Mm-hmm. And for the school parade, he's one of those like blow up dinosaurs that are so funny, you know? Like, oh yeah. It's, it's so funny. Cause it like blows up while it's on him and he's like walking around like this big humongous dinosaur and he's like three foot eight. I bought Fred one of those blow up rhino costumes. Yeah. Same to thing. To go with our safari theme. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We'll see what a good sport you gotta, decides you gotta put, to be. Take a picture. Oh yeah. We'll take pictures. You know, we're usually the ones that are in the theme too but this year my kids all wanted to be something different and so oh, I listen thought, I had to work at it I had I start prepping my kids in early. like August I know like that this is what you're gonna be we were in the Incredibles last year remember that was real fun yeah that's so generic though we looked real cute Sorry. I know you looked real cute but like everybody was the Incredibles last year I know it was kind of not generic I mean it was kind of generic but we went on that Disney Halloween cruise and we were yeah, the best so Incredibles on there. Yeah, I bet you were. Oh, we were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to toot my own horn or anything. <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> but Colton, I put his hair just like like the you know, oh, Jack Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so good. <laughs> All right. So happy Halloween, everybody. Stay happy safe. Halloween. Be safe. Check your candy. Uh, I think that's like a myth. I think it's a myth too. But you know, have you, like, there's a person in our neighborhood every single year, they give the kids like a chocolate ball wrapped in a piece of foil. Like they make bonbons. I'm like, can you not do that? You know that nobody is eating it. So if you're making it or you're not making it, it like, no, no, don't do that. Just buy the candy at Costco and pass it out. Yeah. You yeah. can give that stuff out if you have like a Halloween party at your house of with like course. all your friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but you can't be giving it to randos. I don't know who that person is. Like every year it comes in the bag. I'm like, no, come on. Listen, I've never, I haven't lived in a neighborhood in a real long time that really did 
Halloween up. Oh, this year you're you're on it, dude. I know that you've already got booed. This is I got the, booed. This is the year. Ruby and Fred went and booed somebody else. They were real pumped on it. Oh. And uh, I must confess that it took me like a week to like follow up with the booing. Uh-huh. Who right? did it? You know who did it to you. I don't. I have no idea. I don't know my neighbors. Oh, you think it was a neighbor? I was thinking maybe it was like Meredith or one of your other friends. I don't friends. think Meredith is driving her ass from Rancho Santa Margarita. 25 minutes to me what about lauren no 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 way. i was thinking maybe it was one of them you know no okay so i definitely wasn't because jeremiah went around i sent him out begrudgingly you know he was all about it but then i was yeah. like dude we gotta do it and um he's like dude every i had to go like three streets over because every house had that sign up that oh. said like they've been booed already okay so for sure it was your neighborhood then yeah or your neighbor's yeah. Well, I kind of like that. Maybe I'm going to start that tradition over here. I think it would be better to be boozed. Let's get all boozed and drop off like wine. Oh, it should be both. You drop like the candy and a bottle of wine. That's our new thing. Let's start that. We can start that here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do it to my neighbor up the street. Not the one that sent me the text message. Oh, the other one. not that one. No. That one can. Suck it. Suck it. Okay. With a straw. Mm-hmm. Man or wine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she had some when she sent me that text message. I think a couple. And maybe yeah. a couple prescription pills, too. Maybe. <laughs> so thanks for listening, guys. That was a good episode. Gretchy. Scary. Scary. If you want, you could rate us a five-star. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We do. Oh, I wanted to tell you, Gretchy, your skin was looking really nice. And, you know, that skincare line, I think you're still using it. I am. Oh, and we said the name, compliments the wrong name all the time. Yeah, I know. It's so good. So it's actually called Halo Skincare, haloskincare.com. Mm-hmm. And I told her that I'd shout her out again because I forgot. I said Helio last time and it's Halo like an angel. Oh, that makes sense because the like circles on the packaging. Yeah. Like what a ding dong I am. I can't yeah. even read. That glycolic mix. Oh my gosh. Fire. Yeah. It's so good. It's like getting rid of the wrinkles mm-hmm. all of a sudden. All the age spots on my face. Yeah, you don't have It doesn't work anymore. for moles, but everything else <laughs> takes right off. The moles, I have a doctor for that. Okay. Okay. Dr. Osman. No, I have, one. Med Spa. I have one. Listen, and here's some skinny. What? I have the same dermatologist as the girl who killed Dirty John. Oh, I know. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that she did that. Yeah. Self-defense. Yeah. Talk about a good stabbing. Oh, my God. That was a good one. I'm like, girl power all the way. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Gretch. Okay. Clink, clink.